Welcome to the Pretty Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Sarah. I'm a fashion designer turned stay-at-home mom, and I'm fascinated with our society's toxic norms, systems, and ideologies. On this podcast, we're going to have vulnerable conversations about how these systems have reduced us to just a body, profited off our insecurities, and perpetuated cycles of patriarchy and greed. We'll also hear from experts to get a holistic understanding of just how damaging these systems are and why we need to push for change. So from photo filters to gender roles and everything in between, no topic is off limits. Come with me as we pull back the curtain and challenge these everyday issues. It's time to get real with each other and start disrupting the societal constructs that don't serve us. It may not always be pretty, but it will definitely be unfiltered. happy Wednesday. I can't believe it's halfway through the week. Can you? So before we dive in, I just want to give a quick disclaimer because today we're going to be talking about some more mature content. So if you have little ones running around, you might want to pop in some earbuds or listen later if that works better for your schedule. And we're super, super briefly going to touch on sexual assault. So this is obviously an incredibly sensitive topic. So I just want to give a heads up to anyone that may need to hear that. There's nothing graphic. There aren't any stories or anything. It's just mentioned in a quote. But again, I just want to give a heads up. So with that being said, let's just dive right in. And I wanted to ask you, did you see the new Adidas sports bra campaign? Um, This came out in February and it was, they put it on Twitter. And I actually got a Twitter account just so I could see the comments for this. (laughs) And I want to ask you, if you saw it, how did you feel about it? So if you haven't seen it, it's a grid of 25 photos showing bare breasts in all shapes and sizes and skin tones to illustrate that the variety in breast shape and size creates a need for variety in sports bras. I have mixed feelings about this campaign. (laughs) Honestly, as someone who has never fit into the standard bra sizes, I'm all for that part. And honestly, nudity doesn't bother me at all. And I think we do need to desexualize this particular part of the body. But then the other part of me feels like this could be just another giant company exploiting women's bodies by repackaging it as body acceptance and body diversity, you know? So not surprisingly, the campaign had polarizing responses. So some were applauding it and others were very offended. And that got me thinking about the way we feel about breasts and the conflicting message around this part of the woman's body just in general. And more specifically, the stark contrast between mainstream media's hypersexualization of breasts versus how we react when we see them in a non-sexualized context. And I think that's important to talk about because it impacts us as a society, and it really is impactful for women. So as you probably guessed, that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I can see why the campaign had all kinds of response, right? I mean, if you have a Twitter account, go back and look at the comments. It's It's pretty interesting. They range from everything from accusing Adidas of quote-unquote corrupting kids and exploiting women's bodies for shock value to applauding them for normalizing what real breasts look like since we don't usually see that in media. But the comments from those saying they were offended just over the nudity aspect and kind of the morality of that kind of pushback had me saying hypocrite. 
And I understand and respect that everyone has their own degree of what they consider to be appropriate and kind of just, I guess, varying degrees of modesty. But look around for a second. The overt sexualization of breasts is everywhere, right? I mean, cleavage is used to sell products on billboards and magazines. And most female characters in movies and even cartoons, and I don't mean the adult cartoons, I mean cartoons aimed at kids, Most of those characters are sporting a large chest. And much of mainstream media is still shown through the male gaze, so we're surrounded with predominantly sexualized images of women's bodies. But people aren't so offended that they watch less TV, right? I mean, streaming services, there are so many options now, and then they're all making their own shows. And, I mean, (laughs) Game of Thrones, Bridgerton, I mean, we're seeing sex all the time. So that isn't affecting anything. And then kind of the old saying, you know, sex sells, is still going strong. So for most people, seeing public sexualized images of the female body clearly isn't the root of this outrage. So what is? Hello, patriarchy. (laughs) I know that might sound dramatic, but let me explain. Why can a model with a low-cut top sell beer on a commercial but a mom nursing in public is either shamed or propositioned. And why are female nipples censored on social media, but male nipples aren't? And this is a side note, but personally, I think seeing edited pictures of the Kardashians is way more damaging to our mental health than seeing a nipple. Okay, right? And I'm not saying we need to, like, have nudity everywhere all the time, but to kind of normalize the body, I think, is actually a really important thing. But... The messaging is very clear, right? When breasts are an object of desire, it's okay. But when they aren't, they are pornographic and in need of censorship. And I'm going to go off on a tangent for a second, but for the men that seem so offended about this campaign, and for those same men that tell a woman, you know, who's breastfeeding in public that what she's doing is disgusting and she needs to cover up, like, I'd love to see his browser history. You know what I mean? So when breasts and nipples aren't shown in a sexualized context, that's when the moral policing starts? If so, then are men still seated in their moral high horse when they see Pamela Anderson in a revealing dress? And where's the moral compass when they catcall a pretty girl as she's walking down the street? I mean, I know we probably all have our own stories of being catcalled and harassed by men. That is not an uncommon issue. But again, breasts are villainized when they're seen as just a part of the body rather than the object of hetero male desire. And that's completely backwards, right? And that leads us to explore a more serious conversation. And that is that categorizing breasts as sexual is not only oppressive, but has serious consequences for women. As Yael Wolf puts it in her article, Why the Oversexualization of Breasts is a Genuine Danger to Women, sexualizing breasts, quote, normalizes rape rationalization and the objectification of women, and male ownership of the female body, end quote. And I think she's right. You know I'm all for women wearing what they want to wear when they want to wear it. And it's unbelievable that we're still surrounded with messaging that says revealing outfits are an invitation. When we talk about sexual harassment and sexual assault, how many times have we heard people saying she was, quote-unquote, asking for it? Our bodies are not inherently sexual, but women are made to feel like their bodies are a liability, whereas men are just, you know, free to exist. And this has been a message used for control for centuries. 
So I won't go too, too far into this, but just a little backstory for you. I grew up during the time of purity culture, and I'm sure there are many of you who can relate to this because it was a pretty big movement. And we lived in um, Colorado, which I just found out recently was kind of like a mecca for like evangelical culture and like homeschooling and everything. And we were actually homeschooled for a little bit. And that culture was extremely conservative, like, oh, (laughs) not great memories. Um, And I remember even from the age of maybe, I don't know, 13, 14, having the talk about modesty. And I distinctly remember thinking the way someone else behaves is not my fault and certainly not my responsibility. And I wasn't really old enough to like understand and have language about that entire context and and message, but that message never sat well with my gut. And now as an adult, I realize how dangerous and toxic that messaging actually is. But whether or not you grew up in a conservative culture or have a more conservative religious background, shame and blame around women's bodies is part of life. Now, that's a whole other episode because the shame and the confusion and the mystery around a woman's body has been around forever. I mean, many people can't even correctly name the parts of the female reproductive system. But sorry, okay, I got off on another tangent. But back to boobs. (laughs) So biologically, the sole purpose of a woman's breast is for breastfeeding. But did you know that men actually have mammary glands too? I had no idea. I literally just learned that recently. So from an anatomical standpoint, they're pretty much the same, but we've turned this part of a woman's body into something that requires regulation and control and censorship. So let's talk about public breastfeeding for a minute. In 2018, it finally became legal for women to breastfeed in public. 2018? Like, that was mind-blowing to me. And again, we still see breasts all over the place, but when they aren't selling products or enticing hetero men, like that's where we draw the line and say, oh, you need to put that thing away. (laughs) And let's be honest, just because legally you can do it now doesn't mean you're not going to get harassed. I mean, I'm sure many of the moms listening have had some kind of experience with that. And here's another point I want to bring up. How many of you worry about going out in public without a bra because you know it's going to draw too much unwanted attention to your body? So last week, I don't know what came over me, but I was like, you know what? I'm going to go out without a bra because we live in Texas and it gets so freaking hot. So, you know, in 100% humidity, I would love to be able to wear one less layer of clothing. So it was, a, it, was a, it was an okay experience, but I was nervous. I mean, I was very aware that the bounce was going to attract some attention and that the air conditioner was definitely going to betray me. <laughs> and that's completely ridiculous, but I know we've all been there, right? Even if it's just, you know, running down your driveway to pull in the trash or to grab the mail, and then your neighbor comes out of nowhere to say hi, <laughs> and then we all do like the awkward and super obvious like arm fold. But we've all been there because the idea of shame around our bodies has been etched into our brain. And last thing I want to touch on before we wrap up is the toxic messaging around what breasts should look like. So back to the campaign, Adidas said, quote, it's important to normalize the human body and to help inspire future generations to feel confident and unashamed, end quote. Again, I'm not naive enough to say that was like their ultimate goal, (laughs) I mean, they're selling a product, but regardless, if that's the byproduct of this, then that's great. 
body diversity still isn't mainstream enough. We see a lot of breasts, but they are always in alignment with today's beauty standards. So they are large and round and perky and, you know, they sit high up on the chest and they're usually on a super thin body. And because the standard is so hard to achieve naturally, people resort to breast augmentation. In 2019, about 290,000 breast augmentations were done in the U.S., And according to the American Society of Plastic Surgeons, breast augmentation has been one of the top five cosmetic procedures since 2006. So whether or not you decide to get plastic surgery is absolutely a personal choice, but the idea that breasts do and should look like this gets reinforced the more we see it. Again, it's the power of representation and influence. And that kind of lie is detrimental to our self-esteem and it fuels body image issues. I know so many women personally who have insecurities around the way their breasts look. And if you guys listened to my mom bod episode, you know, after having kids, I mean, I was trying to accept mine, right? And why wouldn't we? If you're around my age, you grew up in a time where we saw playmates and celebrities sporting massive fake boobs. And we watched Victoria's Secret Angel strut down the runway in their latest push-up bra. I mean, how many times have you seen advertisements promoting breast augmentations and it will say things like, could, quote unquote, increase your confidence? (laughs) I just saw an ad promoting this and it listed all the reasons you might want to get a breast augmentation, like small breasts, asymmetry, deflated appearance. It literally said that. And I was like, uh, so you mean everything about the natural state of breasts are actually flaws and something we need to fix? I mean, genius marketing, I guess, but that's really sad. And again, if you've had breast augmentation, that's okay. I completely understand the desire to do that. My problem is with the system that creates the underlying motivation to make these choices by preying on our insecurities. I mean, we wouldn't have confidence issues if we weren't constantly told that everything about us was flawed and needed to be fixed. So we need to fix the root of the problem instead of fixing ourselves, right? And just disclaimer, I am not talking about breast reconstructive surgery. I think that is something entirely different, and I think that's a super important um, option to have. But growing up, we never saw companies or mainstream media promoting natural breasts. So what we've internalized about the way they should look is complete BS. And I know we touched on this in an earlier episode, but obviously this is affecting adults, but... Adolescent girls are most at risk to struggle with negative body image in the first place. There's an article called The Media's Effect on Women's Body Image, and in it, Ariel Cutler says that young girls obsessing over how their body looks has become normalized, and basically that it's just kind of accepted as being a girl in the modern world. I mean, don't we just want better, like in general? I know I do, and I definitely do for for my kids. All that to say, the hypersexualization, exploitation, shame, censorship, and expectations, I mean, we just really need to rethink the way we think about breasts and open our eyes to the damage this message is doing. So that wraps it up for today. If you want to join in this conversation, please send me a message because I would love to hear your opinions on all this. I hope you have a great rest of the week and I'll see you next time. Thanks so much for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If this resonated with you, join me in the movement as we shift our mindsets together. You can find more Pretty Unfiltered on social at the Pretty Unfiltered Podcast. 
I can't wait for our next chat and I'll see you next time.